0: Inside sources. Inside sources. Inside sources. Where KSL offers
2: Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 11:60 a.m. It can be difficult for many people to return to the workforce, especially tough for adults who pursue higher education later in life. So we wanted to look at how many people are trying to get back into the workforce. What are some of the hurdles they face? And how can we be doing things a little different or a little bit better? Uh, Really pleased to have us help us figure this all out. Uh, Jeffrey Lanward is the Deputy Commissioner of the Utah Board of Higher Education. And we also have Wes Smith, Senior Vice President of Policy and Government Affairs at Western Governors University. Gentlemen, welcome to both of you. And, uh, Jeffrey, if we can start with you Uh, Give us just kind of a glimpse. What are some of the challenges that uh, those trying to get back into the workforce are are facing today?
1: Well, thanks for having me. And this is is an area that is a great concern for us. Thirty percent of our population of students who are going to our schools, our public schools, are adult learners. And we know that many of them are returning to higher education to try and better their economic status, have better job opportunities, higher paying jobs. But there are barriers in the way. Family responsibility is the first one. They have so many things competing for their time. Children have needs. They've got work that they're doing. Oftentimes they're working full time. And finding time to go back to get a degree at an institution of higher education is simply daunting, and that keeps them from coming back. And our message is there are ways that we can help you do this, and there are ways that we can help you pay for it.
2: Uh, so, so, so important. And, Wes, I want to go to you now. I, I know last week uh, you were part of uh, an event with the Salt Lake Chambers Workforce Summit, and you unveiled some, some new information, some of, that, uh, some of the numbers in terms of the non traditional adult learners returning to the workforce. Give us some insight there.
0: Yeah, yeah, you bet. Thanks for having us on today, Boyd. This is really important um, for for people to understand. The first thing that's really um, a surprise to most people is that the average student age in Utah is 34. So most people think of you know higher education and the 18 to you know 22, 24 age group. Um, we're we're uh, here to to tell people that the non traditional learner. Is you know that 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 is outside of that age group is actually more common, um, especially here in the state of Utah, where the average age is is, is thirty four. Um, you know we we know this well at Western Governors University. Uh, most of our students are um, adult learners, and WGU was created for adult learners. But what we decided to do is, hey, let's let's dig in 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 the state of Utah. Let's dig into what are the barriers to um, starting as an adult learner or returning. And what we found is not a huge surprise. Um, it's what most people would think. But really, there are two massive barriers that deserve to be called out. One is cost. Cost is a barrier. Affordability is a, a, is a barrier for almost everybody who's thinking about this. And 89 percent of college stopouts say that cost obstructs you know, pursuing that higher education, and then the other one, which is fairly obvious too, is just time. Yeah, flexibility the access it re- revolves around flexibility. And so most people um, are working; they have children, they have family obligations, they um, they have community obligations, and so finding the time and the place to be able to pursue higher ed is really important. So those are the two, you know, big big findings here, or it confirms what 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 we suspected which are cost and and time are really important to solve for uh, those adults looking to return.
2: Yeah, and and so Jeffrey, let's go back and, and drill into some of those. You talk about some of the paths and some of the, the things that we can do to clear space uh, for those that are thinking about returning, and uh, we know that over the course of the pandemic that more people are thinking, well, maybe, maybe it is time for me to shift or to get a little more education and see if I can pivot careers and so on. Uh, what else are we seeing? What else should we be thinking about as it relates to higher education?
1: Well, I think, you know, as as Wes pointed out, when we're talking about time and cost, there are a couple of things that I think a lot of people who are thinking about going back, especially adult learners, but haven't, haven't pulled the trigger yet is that they don't really know that there are a lot more options than there used to be, especially with online options for learning, uh, create-your-own-pace options for courses. We also have a lot of new programs to help manage the cost, especially recently with the pandemic. There's a lot of interest to get people back in the workforce, and not only back in the workforce, but back in a better position than they were before. We have, for example, something called the Learn and Work Program in Utah. And they can learn more about that at learnandwork.org. But essentially what this is is a lot of short-term training options that they can do quickly that we will help them pay for and oftentimes pay for the entire cost in everything from cybersecurity and IT to alternative licensing for teachers, uh, pharmacy technicians. We have our technical colleges, our four universities, all offering programs in this area that can be done quickly, done easily, and also will help you pay for it if not pay for the whole thing.
2: Okay, and that learnandwork.org is a great resource there for people to check out if you're thinking about that path. And, Wes, let me uh, get one more question in for you as we wrap up. Uh, Again, is there anything else from the the information, the uh, the numbers that you were sharing uh, last week at the summit, uh, that, again, we should kind of be factoring in either – if we're looking at going back for some more education, we have someone in our life who's looking at that, or just as we look at it as a community, that we should be thinking about. Maybe even as employers, uh, as we uh, try to promote this into the community.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm really glad that you asked that question. The best thing um, that the best news that I have to share is we worked um, really closely with the Utah System of Higher Education. And with the legislature this past year to focus on adult learning, one of the things that came out of that is the Adult Learners Grant, where the, the state legislature, the governor, signed into law. Um, uh, and and what it provides is uh, scholarships to uh, support adult learners as they look to get back into uh, the, the system of higher ed. And WGU, uh, for our part, we pledged a million dollars. Uh, in scholarship support for the program as well. And between that, there is there are resources out there for adult learners who are listening today who are saying, I really should go back. I, I could reskill, I could improve uh, my job prospects. There are there are a lot of opportunities to do that. Well, don't let cost be the obstruction. Um, let's let's work together and figure out how we can we can make this happen for adult learners. And uh, the, the Utah system of higher education is doing a great job um, in putting that program together and, and administering that program.
2: Uh, fantastic. Jeffrey Leonard, Deputy Commissioner of the Utah Board of Higher Education. Wes Smith, Senior Vice President of Policy and Government Affairs at Western Governors University. Thanks, both of you, for joining us. Uh, we're hitting this throughout the program today, lifelong learning and helping people really learn to love learning, as well as getting the disciplines of learning uh, is really what we need in the 21st century, and we especially need here in the state of Utah. Gentlemen, thanks both of you for joining us today.
1: Thank you very much.
2: All right, we're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. You don't want to go anywhere. If you happen to miss earlier today, KSL News Radio's Dave Noriega, part of Dave Nijanovic, is going to join us next. He had an extraordinary conversation this morning with a former Afghan translator who's trying to get his brother. ...out of Afghanistan. It is riveting. It is compelling. Uh, Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. We'll break it all down with Dave Noriega coming up next.
1: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. (laughs) There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities... Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.